Um, so seeing as how we've got this awesome panel here in front of us, I think we definitely are long overdue in talking about some fucking Westworld. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, now I personally, uh, got in the show like a week or two after it started airing and then ate it up. Uh, was watching every single Monday because let's be honest, I'm watching the walking dead. Uh, and then I've got shit to do. So I watched it on Monday, um, on Sunday. So, um, I got around to this, but this last episode, I knew it was the uh, the season finale, and I legit didn't watch it until like three hours ago. What? Oh, yeah. I've watched it three times. Wow. Well, I will be watching it again, but with the sad news that it takes so long to get one of these seasons put together that we very likely will not be seeing the next season until the beginning of 2018, I didn't really think that there was a huge rush to get to it, but then I remembered we were talking about it on the show tonight, so I kind of had to finish it. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, and a lot of uh, a lot of big um, spoilers. By the way, everybody, if you haven't seen the show, spoilers. If you're paying abound. attention to shit. Spoilers yeah. all over the fucking place. So, um, you know, one of the one of the big big uh, ideas was confirmed. You know that the man in black and William, the same person. You know, uh, different timelines, which I thought was brilliant. Um, but you know, honestly, I kind of called it like two episodes ago. Oh, really? As soon as he pulled out that big fucking Bowie knife, and it was the same one that the man in black was using. As soon as William pulled out that Bowie knife, and it was the same one that the man in black was using. I was like, mm, yeah, that makes sense. I actually caught it off the flies. Did you guys notice that? The flies? That's yeah. how you get the two timelines. Because there's two scenes. There's one where Dolores and William find a bunch of dead bodies. No flies. Then there's another scene where the man in black and Teddy come across a bunch of dead bodies grip of flies so when they first started they weren't using that organic skin so there was no flies because there was nothing for them to like feast off of you know yeah oh. interesting yeah yeah that's okay the flies see i didn't even make the correlation there. right right huh well go ahead and talk amongst yourself the forum is open speak on it what did uh what did we like about the season what didn't we like about the season do we have any predictions for next season yeah so i have i have some of that um one of the things that I really liked was because um, it's it's based on the book, but then there's also a movie from like 1973, 74, something like that. Yes, and it was very so familiar hard with this to watch. Movie. And yeah, it's it's not it's not a great movie. It's it's, it's an interesting movie. concept and it's an interesting story. And the thing that I like is that it's the same story. Like it's I mean it's not verbatim and it's not uh, like uh, like paying homage to it. Really, it's just a retelling of that same story, and they're doing it in a much better, much more detailed job. Um, the only complaint that I had was the board member. I can't remember the character's name, but Charlotte, uh, Charlotte, she like, I just feel like she's way too young to be like it, like that high up in that, like much of a big money company. Like th there was something about that character that bothered me. Um, so I thought she was a host at first, but, uh, that that's the only complaint I have about the show. And then as far as predictions go, um, I think that the, the story we're going to follow in the second season is going to have more to do with the host than it does with any humans. Oh, I, I think yeah, I think absolutely. that's yeah, a that's given. You know, um, with uh, with Anthony Hopkins. Um, so I was wondering. I'm like, okay, cool, because they announced that they were going to do another season. and got picked up before this uh, this last episode aired. But I've been thinking, like, Anthony Hopkins is definitely far from a spring chicken. That guy is old as fucking dirt. But to his credit, he's still got all the marbles rolling around up there. He's still really talented. He's he's still such a presence. But this entire season, as it progressed, I'm wondering. How are they going to keep doing this if there's going to be like an extended more than a year gap? How are they going to keep Anthony Hopkins in the show? 
The and answer I basically is, just got my answer. They're going to shoot him in the back of the head. Exactly. They Sean Bean him. I actually don't think he's dead. No, yeah, I, I, I had that thought too. Okay, time. so I don't think Ford is dead. I had a, a shower thought the other day. Was like, what if that was a host? A shower thought. Yeah, right. you know, just I, mean, I like, have a theory. So remember when Bernard goes to that random, you know, that cabin in the woods that's yeah. not on oh, like the map. him and him as a kid yeah, and, his and his brother. His family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So remember when he goes down to the basement? Ford is creating a host. I think he was creating himself. Oh, that's totally possible. And so Dolores shot a Ford host. That was exactly my shower right. thought. Like, what exactly. if that was a host and not actually Ford? Because he took his, like, forced retirement pretty well. Yes. Like, he seemed to know it was coming, and he was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to resign. Well, I he's mean, also he been, killed them all off. But yeah. he's, he's also been feeding, he's also been, he or Arnold or some combination of the two, Arnold from the grave, Bernard, maybe, as our friend JC. Our good friend JC has dubbed um, that character as Bernard. Um, <clears throat> uh, has been, you know, someone has been feeding the host's code to, you know, they're achieving uh, what they may believe is sentience mm-hmm. and like, like full on AI jams and that's why they're like revolting and that's what you know they're all coming out of the i definitely think it was ford that set it into motion because he says he says during that conversation where he's they're letting him know he's forced to resign like aren't you afraid that my toys are going to rip apart your world like something like that and then aren't you afraid i'm going to break all my toys and walk away yeah yeah Yeah. there we go yeah and it, it seems with the season finale that's kind of what he went for and uh i like how they played with the timeline on this you know um I, I didn't actually see this happening in two times. It didn't dawn on me until they finally made the reveal. I guess I wasn't paying close attention enough, but um, but it's interesting that it's like a span of 35 years mm-hmm. that they, they tell this story over. And um, and I really like kind of enjoyed that. That was kind of like a ni- nice mind fuck. But what I really loved about this show was Thandie Newton's character. Okay. Uh, I love the way that she portrayed that character. I, I love the fact that when she finally starts to realize what's going on in the world around her, she's like, oh, hell no, I'm going to take control of my person. I'm going to become, you know, this powerful AI and I'm going to get the hell out of here. And what I find interesting about this, about the season finale is, is, is there's a line in there where somebody tells her, you've, you've actually done this before. You've been through this cycle before. Bernard. Her, Bernard. her, her yeah. and Bernard have a conversation and Bernard yeah. takes a look at her code and says, this is actually written in your narrative right now. Yeah. This is all of these things are happening in your narrative. Yeah. So, and she, she flips out. She goes, absolutely not. And she breaks the book, you know, or the foldy tablet, or, foldy yeah. tablet yeah. phone thing. The yeah. wallet tablet yeah. thing. Yeah. So, you know, Which she, I want one of, she gets on the train in the end and you're thinking, all right, she's going to get out and this is going to be really interesting. And then at that last minute that, that source, you know how they talk about, you know, there's always like this, this center code, this source code that defines a care, like defines one of the AI and the a park. keystone memory, a keystone memory. Thank you. Um, and, and Nerd. Her, <laughs> she's on the right show. Um, so that keystone memory of hers is her daughter. And so she can't leave the park without her daughter. So I'm really interested to see in the second season, what she does to find her daughter. And, and this brings up another question. Her daughter is in park one. And then when she's escaping, she walks through another park, which is like medieval Japan. Yeah. So I'm wondering what other parks 
are there See, and what are they going to reveal in the next season? I and, was wondering about that myself because I'm like, Park One, wait a minute, Park One. And it really, that piece didn't fall into my brain until right now because yeah, they got all these samurai. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, how many other parks? Well, I, I'm are also there? wondering where they are in the development of these parks. Like if they're new and they're ones that they're launching or if they're ones that are like newer and upper and running because obviously Westworld's the first one because it's Park One. Mm-hmm. Well, in the movie, the 70s movies, they actually have three worlds. They yep. have the West world, the medieval, and the Roman world. Yep. So yep. they could be tying that into it. Yep. And that, then the, and it wouldn't surprise me at all. It honestly could just be a throwback to that, that there are more worlds, and they're not going into that those worlds, branching off of them like in too much detail, but they want to let the yeah, viewer know. Yeah, but if you have know, samurai and cowboys fighting on the same side, that's a pretty badass <laughs> yeah, army. No. That's a pretty badass world. I was going to say, it would be kind of cool to see some of these different parks, you know, come together, uh, you know, especially if the AI is about ready to go on the fritz. You know, you got a bunch of samurai warriors walking around with katanas. Oh, boy. I wouldn't yeah. call sentience going on the fritz. Like, <laughs> 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 can I can I just say one thing? Uh she didn't pop up until like mid season and she wasn't my favorite character when she popped up. But Armistice, the, the lady with the snake tattoo. Oh, yeah. I she is her. so brutal and awesome and scary, like sufficiently terrifying with yeah. while being like just totally sexy. hot. Yeah. Like, very, totally yeah, hot. Badass. The sexy. very last scene of, of of the last episode when she still got her arms stuck. In she the just door. cuts the shit Boom, off. Cuts her arm yeah. off and just looks at the stump and then instead the guy just like he shits himself literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on, bitch. I will cut my own arm off to survive this. <laughs> yeah. I would totally like to see more of her. Yeah. And I love that snake tattoo design that they did on her. Mm-hmm. And you know, in the last episode, that whole reveal with her, you know, be- being rebuilt and getting the tattoo put on was that that was kind of hot. Oh, yeah. can we talk a little bit about the uh, the uh, the fire sex scene where Maeve sets her and Hector on fire? Oh, it's yeah. like hot. Yeah, Hector. no, it's, oh, man, and Hector. it's like and it's like it's like, damn, girl, you real kinky. Like, I, like <laughs> I know you just said that we would come back to life, but this is a little bit weird. And, you know, like they had to destroy their bodies because they had to be fully rebuilt in order to remove like the C4 or whatever is in their spine. And like, uh-huh. yeah, because yeah. they, they, their spine would explode if they got to a certain thing. Okay. But I really love that she forms this bond with Hector and Armistice. And, uh, and at the end, when she gets in the, the elevator and, and he's like, what the fuck? I can't he get in the elevator. Yeah. Oh. The yeah and she's Favorite like, I didn't part. program you to do this. <laughs> like, cause I don't want you to come with me. I'm doing this on my own later. I value my independence. Yeah. yeah. No, I wasn't looking for anything permanent, you know, <laughs> like this was just kind of a fling. So have a good life for the last like and 45 seconds of it. You're good with a gun and you're basically a distraction. So thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you're great with a gun <laughs> all right so um let's uh let's talk about our favorite things about um about the show and i really got to do a quick side note i don't like james marsters or oh, J- james marsden him. james marsden 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 it's marsden i so thoroughly enjoyed watching him die repeatedly those first <laughs> few episodes i mean he's such a bad actor he's i mean he's kind of easy on the eyes i guess but i mean oh, he's, he's just awful. he's just a shit actor and I was really surprised to see him cast in this. And then when he got shot, I was like, oh, well, that's an interesting cameo. And then he came back and he got shot again. I'm like, oh, I get to watch this horrible actor die repeatedly. And I was really crossing my fingers because I hadn't seen him die for like three episodes. And I was kind of let down. I really want to see him die at the very end. But um, honestly, I feel like he was there as a supplementary, like like a 
like an afterthought character just to put into Dolores's loop so yes. that she would be busy until Ford needed her later. You know, like just so she had something else to do and focus on for a little in, while. In the first episode, William actually even says that he doesn't understand why they started pairing some of them up. I never so, understood yeah. why they paired some of you off, made you fall in love, you know? Yeah. yeah. So like that, I think, I think that's kind of interesting too, the way he's written in. Cause he's obviously written in at some point when William, like past William's first visit to the park. Yeah. So favorites, favorite parts, anything like really awesome. Big shout out. I really enjoyed the scene actually, even before it like kind of came together and, and made a lot more sense by the end of the series where uh, Ford and William are talking in the tavern, like the old version of William. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I really liked about it is <clears throat> you think there's a host at the player piano and then the music stops and then Ford sits down and you realize like, Oh, Ford was sitting there actually like at the player piano, like pretending to play like that was kind of cool. Um, I didn't notice that. Yeah. But in my defense, I've only watched each one of the episodes just once, like right after they aired. I watched them and then would wait, you know, for the next week, et cetera. I really enjoyed um, the grouping of scenes, like in that um, second timeline, like not the 35 years ago, but the 30 years ago. Well, we, 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 you know, for, for clarification, we can just talk about William's timeline and the Man, Man in Black's Black. timeline. Yeah. So the, the, her. Dolores. Yeah. Dolores flipping out and like wandering off and then. Honestly, like you get a lot of hints about she's actually alone and just reliving these visceral memories like Maeve did when she sliced second secondary like discount Clementine's throat. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> in that, you know, like the second to last episode or whatever, where or the third to last episode where she yeah, just yeah. like has a memory and she just slits that girl's throat. And uh, Dolores is basically doing the same thing on a much larger scale. And she traverses like a large portion of the park by herself. But you think that she's traveling with with William. But she's honestly just reliving these memories because she can because all the same things happen at the same time. Or like she can catch that train that she was on with William and she can do that. And then she ends up back at Escalante and it all comes to a head and she was like, oh shit, I was actually by myself for like the last <laughs> six months for some reason. And that's weird. <laughs> um, Luna, a favorite? Yeah, uh, several, but I have to say I loved the interaction between uh, younger William and Benjamin Barnes's character. Um, Which he's phenomenal Logan? actor. Uh, Logan, yeah. yeah. So Ben Barnes, I don't know if you remember him, but he was in uh, uh, the Narnia series. He played Prince Caspian in the Narnia series. And he's, oh, he's always yeah. been kind of cast as good guys. Most of his career, although he did do uh, Dorian gray, but it was great to see him play this sort of villainous, treacherous role in a way, even though he's not a really the true villain of the show. But um, I found that their interaction was very interesting in, in a dynamic way, because in many ways, William eventually becomes even more dark than Logan's character does. And and William does become more the true villain of the piece in the end. Um, so I, I really like that interaction. Um, but for me, this show, Thandie Newton's character was the best part of it. Okay. Chrissy? Maeve is, is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, she's my favorite. Anything with Maeve is probably one of my favorite scenes. I don't know that I could actually pick one, but I think all the hints and the little Easter eggs were the best thing about the show. The best thing about the show. But yeah. your favorite thing about the the show is the rewatch. Yeah. Yeah, the rewatch. Yeah. I mean, there was so many little things that you don't catch on the first time around 
It's insane. I think my favorite one is actually the location of Westworld. I don't know. Do any of you guys watch it on with captions? No. No. Uh, the Finnish captions gave the yeah gave the, the coordinates. Yeah, yeah, gave the coordinates. When you look it up, it's actually uh, one of China's like secret, not so secret, artificial islands, which is really kind of oh. cool. So oh. I don't know if that oh. coordinates that came up was a slip up or an Easter egg or some kind of hint of something, but. I thought all of the little things that they sneak in there that you don't really catch is awesome. Wow, I did not know that. I'm the there they picked um Horseshoe Canyon in Arizona to for the to for film. all the long shots for okay. for the filming aspect of it and I feel like their their uh choice in the location that they actually filmed in was amazing. Like it just it gave so many really great like long desert right, and it's got right. all of this really great like rock formation stuff and super awesome well um any final thoughts on uh, um uh, any predictions uh, are, are we bummed out that we have to wait over a year of course i know we're bummed. Yeah. Yeah. But winter's we're super coming. bummed out yeah it's true oh, but, winter is coming but winter is coming <laughs> so i mean we can't be too bummed out we might have new stranger things between now and then we'll definitely we have will have new stranger things we'll definitely have a new season of game of thrones definitely oh. game of thrones uh for all you walkers out there um you know the the uh, the mid-season finale is this sunday and then we've got nothing for like two and a half, three months. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Not, oh my they, God. They don't start back up until uh, I think the end of February. Bam. And, and fuck you guys for not being walkers. I thumb my nose at all of you. <laughs> thumb my I nose didn't get at past all of like you. the that fourth is, season. That's such oh God. Yeah, that's when it like to, really got good. Other things Whatever. came up. <laughs> Whatever. And then of course there's the slew of Netflix things. As uh, fact checker Tara said, uh, you know, the next season of Stranger Things will be ramping up. And mm -hmm. uh, we've got, you know, Iron Fist, um, as well as uh, other Marvel property, uh, The Defenders. So um, I know we've got a lot to look forward to, and it'll probably just kind of sit gently in the back of our minds. Oh, and the new season of Orange is the New Black, which comes out Crap, in June. Yeah, um, yeah I know. We've got a, a slew of stuff coming up next year, which I'm sure will lull us into like this kind of false security about what's going to happen in Westworld uh, season two. And then we're just going to end up I mean, it's just going to all end in tears, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. So Doesn't um, it always? It does. <laughs> it does. Um, so that section ran uh, a bit longer than I meant, but, you know, it's Westworld, and we hadn't really talked about it uh, at all on the show thus far. So um, I wanted to give a good hot 20 minutes. But with that in mind, uh, we're going to take a musical break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yay. So this is Sweet Hi-Yah with One Job. You're listening to Face Radio. 